listening to Podcast 118 at Hey Arnold Reeducation. This is the podcast where two lifelong friends uh, gather to rewatch, review, and relive every single episode. Episode? What's an episode? Every single episode <laughs> and movie of uh, the classic Nicktoons series, Hey Arnold. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a Saturday morning. We don't usually do it. Uh, at this time, it's been a while. I'm Michael. Saturday morning cartoons, and I'm Sean. Yeah, that's as you certainly are. <coughs> oh, jeez. Um, that's just my morning throat. I did not smoky, smoky, or drinky, drinky, or anything like. Tell that. Tell me more about but morning throat, Michael. It's just I don't know. I've always struggled with that. I've I've always mm. been kind of a somewhat phlegmy individual in the mornings. So I've always, mm. even as a kid, I remember like you know snoring was a big problem. I remember one time we went to Kaiser and uh, they had us take home this machine to, you know, like hook me up to at night. It was it was just to like monitor my snoring or whatever. Um, oh, do you have apnea? No, I don't think so. It's never to that to that end. I do like I sleep mm-hmm. talk considerably though. Apparently, love that on a given night. But yeah, so yeah, I'm just gonna have just a little bit of a grit to to my voice, I guess, this morning. But it is what it is. It's whatever. But enough about that. Yeah, as we said in the previous episode, before we barrel headfirst into uh, season two, we wanted to just take a bit of a victory lap around season one of Hey Arnold, which again, mm. over the course of what is it? It's okay. So it's November now. I'm bad at numbers and months, but uh, actually, yeah, almost six months ago, we first started this. So here we are six months later, still consistent, still having a good time, at least as far as I know. And um, <laughs> I kind of wanted to just, yeah, just sort of, you know, take a second and Smell those roses and celebrate that a little bit. So I just yes wanted to yeah say thank you, Sean, for embarking on this whimsical journey with me. Oh my god! So far, yeah. Thanks for having me, Michael. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't wouldn't do it without you. Let's uh yeah, I guess we'll just get into it. We have a few kind of subcategories to run through. Just our thoughts mm-hmm. throughout the season, wrangling these thoughts and finding nice homes for them, so they are anything but stray. Know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> <laughs> Any way I can work that in, I'm going to say something uh, to that effect. So whatever. You it's know. torture. Okay. It's torture every single time. <laughs> and yeah, over the past six months, we just want to say thank you to everybody who has checked us out. Yes. On um, on social media, particularly on Instagram, which I think is where we get our most engagement. But either way, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at PC118Pod. You can also email us at PC118 at gmail.com. That still hasn't happened yet, but we got four seasons and two movies to go. So anything's anything's on the table, I suppose, at this point. Mm. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, dude. So what were your overall impressions of this season? I've been saying it from the jump that... Okay. I was surprised to see that all of the bangers that I feel like I really remember and were iconic for me sit in this first season fairly early into it. That being said, I, th- I think watching it with adult eyes, it's definitely a pilot season, right? I mean, it's it's scattershot. It gives you a little bit of everything, but not too much that you've invested the time to like no characters on a show that could be canceled like, uh, mm. like other mm-hmm. pilots <laughs> that, that are too scattershot. Um, but no, I mean, it's crazy. The ratio on this is like, at least at least 60% banger like very very solid season very good showing i i remember why i enjoyed this show so much yeah absolutely so i think i mm-hmm. ha- had a similar sentiment too it's so for me this season definitely really does a good job of introducing you to arnold's world you know to the boarding mm-hmm. house to his school life to just hillwood in general but it's it definitely does still just feel like a taste 
a little taste of everything. It's yeah. just like very conservatively moving around the buffet, if you will. Mm. The thing that struck me the most in going through the season is it feels like it's most of the season is spent trying to get a handle on Arnold's characterization. And of course, yes. you know, not to pigeonhole, I mean, you know, like just as people are really complex, but it's interesting. It's like, I think in, when it comes to television, particularly with cartoons, sometimes we have more of a tendency to like expect like consistent sort of type casting or whatever. But because this is like not necessarily a super like out there slapsticky driven show, like there, it's a much more grounded animated mm-hmm. show, particularly for kids. It's it's interesting to kind of like witness that week to week to week, you know. So sometimes depending on the week or depending on the episode. Sometimes we have every man all around good guy Arnold. Sometimes we have mopey mid nineties Charlie Brown Arnold a little <laughs> bit, and then sometimes he's a hopeless romantic with his head up his ass, as we've seen <laughs> as well. Yes. Uh, most recently yes. with Arnold Valentine. Yeah, there's a slightly there's a slightly more I feel like off the rails sensibility that this season slips into that I think we start to see again in later seasons after we've spent more time kind of like earning and getting to know more characters on a deeper level again so i think we wade into those waters a little bit more and we'll see these predictions could be completely like off like this is all just like this is all recall and like memory is a little memory can be funky so i'm i am looking forward to seeing how these other seasons ultimately unfurl themselves with the added benefit of the extended cast taking part in the stories later on and later on in the show's run so Mm -hmm. but yeah i definitely see what you're saying where it's it did feel like there's this unbroken combo streak up to a certain point in the season and then stumble a little bit and we kind of pick it back up and then there are sort of like starts and stops a little bit to the the quality of to the stories and like again I don't hate any of these episodes necessarily but again yeah it's just like it was interesting having that and I wonder what factored into like the ordering of the episodes again if it was I'm sure there's a lot of like other behind the scenes things that kind of came up and just Mm -hmm. dictated that but yeah, it was interesting the way that it shook out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it gave everybody a shot at the table, right? To like direct to um, storyboard, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and really just let everybody show their chops a little bit and see. Probably, I mean, you know, TV people they got to look at the ratings and see what pulled the most interest and the mm-hmm. most views. Which obviously, momentum's a part of that too. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was good. It was a mixed bag but generally positive is what I would say for myself. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Okay. So then who of your, of the kid characters, who was your favorite for this season? Helga. Helga. Yeah. Same. Easy. Big same. Yep. Yep. Helga has the most characterization. She, I believe, interestingly enough, feels the most human in comparison to the rest. Say say more about that as we say in my field. (laughs) Helga gives you a grasp of what it feels like to be, happy, upset, betrayed, loved, in love, uh, Mm. needed, not needed. Mm -hmm. I think most of the actual characterization happens with her or through her Mm -hmm. versus Arnold is kind of like, he's like the Jim Halpert, right? Where you like, you think that he's a normal person, but he's actually larger than life because he's meant to read general positive. Um, Mm. Okay. And that's a really, that's a really great, like, parallel for for arnold thank you Uh i know um (laughs) yeah no i i think as much as i rag on arnold like his character for me at this point is meant to be the hero character in Mm -hmm. disguise Um, Mm. and that disguise is sometimes 
veiled or sometimes mm-hmm. it's not a disguise at all. Uh, but you're always, almost always rooting for Arnold if I was looking at this through my kid eyes. Oh, yeah, and absolutely, absolutely. As as an adult, I just see him as full of shit. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, no, so. some people, I mean, some people definitely, I mean, similarly, a lot of people like revisionist, have, having revisionist takes on Jim Halpert these days, too. Or like, absolutely. or Ted from yeah. How I Met Your Mother. It's like, oh, in the moment, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, we're totally down for this dude. And it's like, nah, dude, this guy is a, some of this is, this guy doesn't know when to quit <laughs> or whatever, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. and they're TV characters, right? So yeah. it has to be that, like, if you were to meet any TV character mm-hmm. in real life and interact with them, you would be so overwhelmed, even if it was the yeah. most vanilla milk toast person in the world. Yeah. Um, in television world, that is. Uh, no, they're all larger than life. But mm-hmm. Helga feels the most real and also just stellar, stellar voice acting for her. Yeah. And she goes through so much and I, and I adore her. Yeah, absolutely. Apparently I think in my research, I read like Francesca Smith was kind of like a, one of the, like kind of a child prodigy or something to those, something to really? that effect. And, or she was just hmm. very like smart beyond her years at the time. And I, I, again, like actually was able to give input to the writers at one, at multiple points throughout the development of the season. So there is a, considerable confidence and command of that character that just yes. sticks with you. I mean, there's a reason that she is, it's, it feels like half of these episodes are really actually Helga focused in some yes. way, right? It's, she's the most consistently mm-hmm. characterized yet. You actually get a sense of growth and development from her. Even if sometimes she does kind of regress, there's like at the very least, I think the thing that increases the most for her throughout the tenure of this season, at least is her, her self-awareness as to how, Yes. what her place is in her own in her own world and her effect on people around her. So, yes. big shout-out to she's that. Th- she's the furthest along to finding out who she is. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody else knows who they are. Not quite yet. We're going to get, yeah, but we're going to get into, and we're going to get inside Phoebe's head and we're going to get more into other people and everything like that. But, yeah, a lot of the groundwork was laid with Helga, which I guess is good, too, because it's like, you know, it's the first time, to my memory, you actually really, like, sympathize. I, the first time I saw something where you really, like, sympathize with a bully character. Yes. In something. Yeah, and we got to do that with all the, like, pseudo-bully characters, right? Like, we got to sympathize with Stoop Kid. True, Torvald. Will slash get to, yeah, with Torvald, mm-hmm. Harold as well, mm-hmm. to a degree. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I think that's something that this show actually does really well, and mm-hmm. and I can't wait to see more of that. Yeah. Okay. Faux uh, show. Favorite adult character for you this season? Grandpa. Oh, Grandpa. Okay. All right. Grandpa. We, got, we have different responses on this one. So, yeah, say Give a give give a Grandpa Phil his flowers. Go at it. Yes, uh, Grandpa Phil is just hilarious. He is so full of sometimes really great knowledge and wisdom, and other times just blowing smoke out of his ass, <laughs> which I find extremely hilarious. I also love an old crotchety old man character. The yeah, the, me like, too. The one-off gag character will also follow that trope. Uh, hint, hint. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah no grandpa is so good i love phil i love how he can redeem himself especially in episodes like snow uh nice. you get to you get to hear a little bit about him relate to arnold and understand his generational differences in that episode and also in sally's comet like i think i think grandpa deserves a lot of love and i think i mean grandma too to a degree but grandpa stood out for me this one grandma we just get the loony bin this sure season, at least. sure <laughs> 
I really considered grandpa as well. I think I only held back because personally my favorite grandpa stuff is coming later in the show. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I, I think I might have alluded to this before, but I think my favorite grandpa-centric things are when... And technically, in real life, this is frowned upon and this shouldn't happen, but um, when the roles kind of get reversed and it's Arnold who ends up kind of parenting Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Having to, yeah. like, whatever it is, like, it's, like, consoling him in his Chinese checkers tournament or helping him finish grade school or whatever. What mm-hmm. this? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just getting really... Um, I'm just uh, getting very excited for that. Yeah, uh, a lot of good to go. Yes, yeah. So, but... A lot of really strong, a very strong grandpa showing throughout. And yes, the very, the many sides of him, just like the wily coots, the, I'm just going to tell you this story for fun because I feel like it, or I'm actually going to try and, again, I really respect that. You know, I'm not going to tell you what to do because I trust you, but I'm just going to kind of nudge you in the right direction, but you got this, Arnold. Like, that's, Mm -hmm. that's very sweet to me, you know, which is, I really appreciate that too. I mean, it's definitely like, that's definitely like some aspirational, like there's, there's an element of this season and I guess of this show as a whole where there is this element of sort of aspirational wish fulfillment, but it's very grounded wish fulfillment. It's yes. not soup. It's not like, Oh, I wish I was, a, I wish I could fly. It's just like, Oh wow. I wish I could have this experience. Wouldn't it be nice to have this experience? And that'll actually mm-hmm. inform some of my um, responses as we go later. Um, so my actual yeah. favorite adults for this uh, season, I couldn't, I couldn't resolve the tie. So for me, it was a tie between Coach Wittenberg and Big Bob. Mm. Again, I just love, ironically, as we talked about how much we loved Helga's growing sense of self-awareness, I just love how, I just love Coach Wittenberg and Big Bob's complete lack, lack thereof. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) To show that, yeah, I mean, maybe it's just a maturity thing. Um, You just go into what your, what you feel like your place is and, you overcorrect sometimes, and I think I just think it's really funny. And uh, yeah, Big Bob, I think only really had spelling bee <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> spelling bee uh, rough in it, and then I guess uh, Helga disappearing or whatever. But he just made a big splash for me. Yeah, I think a lot of it too is I just realized how similar. So it's Maurice Lamarche voicing Big Bob, but it's really not too far from Lur, ruler of Omicron Percy I eight. I think that's why I like yes. it too. It's that same like. Like that same vocal, vocal, you know, yard. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That doesn't surprise me me at all because I, I know you enjoy the big, loud characters in a lot of things. That's true. So, that is true. That feels very on brand. Thank you. (laughs) I, yeah, um, I'm gonna go for a, I got a double play, I guess, coming up on the next category, but I'll, your turn again. Uh, so who, what was your favorite one off or gag character? just in one episode or just in one scene or in one capacity. We never really see it. she does uncle. <laughs> she knows uncle Earl. Of course you knew it would be. Yeah. You knew it would be. Uh, so, so funny. I, I mean, we said this in the episode, but uh, hello viewers. My name is Sean and I have a soft spot for really stupidly put in pirate characters. Um, <laughs> See also Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball, yes, a true underdog story. Exactly. What other yes. what other ones come to mind for you? I don't I can't like you know, there's a lot of stupid pirates in video games okay, too. Okay, sure. Which, I mean, I won't dive too far into that conversation at risk of derailing. Okay. But just like pirates are so silly to me because they're really <laughs> badass and like 
<coughs> honestly should be pretty scary in mm-hmm. theory. Yeah. Um, but they just are often so like characterized and like LARPed when it comes to real life. Yeah, that's that, true. I mean, even Jack Sparrow to a degree is a LARP, <laughs> a LARP pirate, I would argue. Mm-hmm. Um and no, Sheena's uncle's so fucking funny. Like he had such good lines, like he had yeah. such good delivery and just all the little visual sight gags that came along with it. <laughs> like, mm, like yum, I, want, yum, I, ta- yum. I taste fish and I taste fish and chips in my mouth every time I hear him talking about tipping the serving wench along <laughs> John Who Evar. says tipping the serving <laughs> wench? Are you kidding me? I love him. I love him. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. my god. So easy. Okay, easy for thing. sure. For sure. Mine was panicked subway conduct- conductor from DOS bus. So yes. two, definitely two. Um, I think the connecting thread there is they were definitely both voiced by Dan Castellaneta. I've been watching a lot of Simpsons reruns again, and just his uh, Sheena's Uncle Earl is kind of in the crusty side of things. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it, that dude. He's he is a legend for a reason. So just yes. Again, that slow push in on the PA speaker as his mind further and further descends into panic <laughs> and madness and despair. It's probably the yeah. That's definitely like the cherry on top of that episode to like let you know yeah this is bad. <laughs> is he also the bus driver for? <laughs> oh, most definitely. Oh, die? yeah, that's yeah, totally okay. him. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. okay, good. He's a uh, he's out uh, when they need. A person of authority or a person conveying a mode of transportation i guess they just throw him into the mix <laughs> whether it be boat subway or uh snow logged bus yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Woo. all right so um moving on to mm-hmm. so as i told you there's a couple different ways you could approach this um i was gonna ask you i'm gonna ask you what your favorite episode is and you can mention favorite like episode as it was packaged together or just like standalone whatever segments or things that you would put together if you could just sort of like customize and sandwich your own pairing for whatever particular reason yeah so i went the route of choosing individual ones uh versus Mm -hmm. pairings but i didn't quite go so far as to like assume they would make a good pair together yeah yeah um, that's a that's a bit harder honestly while i was trying to do it but it's all good it's, it's, it's a, we can refine this process next time we come around to season two so yeah it's hard it was hard yeah um i think snow is probably i would call back to the most mm-hmm. for an infinite number of reasons i mean you get the <laughs> you get the beatbox which is phenomenal of course you get some of that characterization for grandpa that i really really enjoy uh, you get Arnold getting his just desserts for being a little shit, so that's great for the hate Arnold fans out there. And I don't know, you just have a you have a really good like visual feast there too. Yeah, I think um, that hands think down. That's also mm-hmm. that's also really really fun to just be in that moment with the characters, right? And like um, how nice it must be to experience a snow day and like get the day off. Like that's the that's the one I would go with. Nice. I had Arnold as cu- as Cupid here as a, as a second, but I think um. <laughs> I think Snow takes the cake the more that I think about them both. Which is weird because I know they were from the same general um, placement of the season, yet those mm-hmm. those episodes are feel so far removed from each other. Which yes. but which is cool though, again, which I did appreciate about this season being like, yeah, there's here's this more just like macro story about 
this how this community is affected by these weather conditions or whatever. And yeah, yes, with a focus on Arnold. Mm-hmm. It's more quieter. You're kind of more reading between the lines because he is having to just kind of go along, you know, be be the good, dutiful grandson and help with all the chores. Yet we get more of just his raw emotion trying to cope with the situation of Oscar squatting in his room with Arnold is Cupid. <laughs> yes, Arnold is Cupid is, I mean, Oscar carries that episode for me. Yeah. So I think that's why Snow won out is is it's it's more holistic. I think everybody's firing mm-hmm. on all cylinders uh, yeah. versus Oscar breaking his back, which is why he has bad posture from carrying the episode on his shoulders. <laughs> that's why he's hunched over the way that he is yes. for sure. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that was the tough thing for me too to balance out in terms of, Again, because these these episodes do all do different things in different ways. So figuring out what my favorites were, that was actually honestly very challenging. So I mm-hmm. think my favorite one-two package, I think just because I don't remember... It might have to do with just how much fun we had talking about it, of course, but I think False Alarm World Records, like which I think would mm-hmm. would not be a conventional choice. I think you ask, I think maybe the majority of Hey Arnold fans, like, oh, what's your favorite episode of season one? Most of them would probably say yeah. Lockjaw or like or something like that, something from like the the initial six. But it for yeah. me, this felt earned. It's like okay, we spent all this yes. time with kind of sentimentality or whatever, and blah blah blah. Like this is just let's just have some fun here <laughs> and. Yes, because it stands out, and yes, it does feel a little shark jumpy at times, but at the same time, it it also feels like it makes sense to me. I don't know why it just it just does. And what's not to love? Curly, Curly and the Wanky Line Pencil, and just the kids all coming together for a common goal. It felt like a slightly, you know, to me, World Records kind of felt like a spiritual sequel in a way to to Wheeze and Ed mm-hmm. to just have all the kids together trying to like let's go on this adventure, let's try and get this done. Um, so I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah, it was fun just to see them go ape shit. Yeah, I think that's really all it was. Um, yeah, I think hilarity. Because, yeah, we I think well we I think we just spent more time with the adults this season overall. We didn't mm, get as yeah. much with yeah, yeah, yeah. the ensemble of kids. Um, that's a good point. Which we will we'll get plenty more of that next season. So I, it, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how the scales kind of tip or like whether the scales feel a little bit more balanced. But in terms of like standalones moments, uh, standalone episodes for me, I would definitely go with Gerald comes over because again, it's just this awesome. Mm. I would I would have put that in in my head canon pilot like that would be one of the halves because like you just get introduced to all the borders at that point like it's this awesome crash course survey of yeah. like this is who Arnold lives with enjoy <laughs> you know um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 <clears throat> and then the base that's a good one too yeah. yeah. And then the baseball, because I think that is, to me, that's, for this season, that's my favorite distillation of the more wistful, optimist, dreamer, like the, or the scrappy, kind of hopeful side of Arnold and trying to see mm-hmm. Mickey Kaline's last game. And again, that like wish fulfillment, uh, that wish fulfillment, of course, uh, which I'll allude to in a, in a later cal- category. So that ending, yeah. that ending definitely stays with me there. Just so it's not all good vibes let's uh take a hard left what's our what's our least favorite episode for this for this season the list sucks. oh really holy the shit list oh you're surprising sucks. me man okay <laughs> go so for it stupid <laughs> arnold makes every wrong decision and plays the victim the entire episode and the list is stupid by nature and none of it is well thought out and none of the kids think anything through and I don't know. When I think about the things about Arnold that I realize I dislike, all catalyzed into this episode. 
Okay. Uh, go on. I'm listening. You have my attention. Everything I said before. Okay. Okay. Michael. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <coughs> I wanted to. I wanted to sit through your rant three times, like you wanted to sit through the movies three times. Oh my god! Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic because that's probably. I guess it's that's the polar opposite of of the baseball. I guess if you had to like look at what's on the other side of that coin. Oh, okay. So my least favorites. I I was like two. I'm like you know what I I'm gonna put both of these on a pike <laughs> or mm-hmm. on the same pike. I guess. Um, yeah. Because I don't want to waste two pikes and like impale them on on two each. Because we're trying to save materials here. Um, yes. For me, it's a tie between Abner Come Home and Arnold's Valentine. I just genuinely okay. did not enjoy that finale it was just insufferable like the the ruth stuff or whatever and yeah the lost pet thing i mean like i get abner's cute as hell like don't get me wrong um very cute cartoon pet but it just didn't do it for me yeah i mean those are also two very good hate arnold episodes that's true that's true yeah yeah i think i was going to write down arnold's valentine myself but then i realized that i think that has probably the best development for helga in that episode okay that is a safe that is that is a redeeming quality absolutely yeah and then abner come home also has uh (laughs) gerald gerald going (laughs) gerald going suey but also what what oh leave me alone because his because the man old man's name was abner because his name was Abner, yeah. and so was the pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, you got me there. Maybe it'll, it. maybe it'll, it'll it so much. grow back Love on me so later on. Um, okay, yeah, they will. Yeah. They will. Yeah. All right. If you met some person in the developed civilized world who had never seen Hey Arnold before, uh, whether mm. it be a a generational contemporary or for some reason you're locked in a room with a a gen z person and there's a tv there uh and there's a hulu active hulu subscription or paramount plus subscription and you can can only only show them one episode (laughs) you can only watch hey arnold (laughs) what episode are you throwing on for this person to show them show them bring them in show them the magic okay so I think I either mentioned this to you either off the air or on the air, but previously it was uh, the entirety of Heat and Snow. Mm, okay. Right? Because... That's mine, again, but that's, go on. That's that's what I think it is. Um, but after having experienced that with someone, they were like, wow, the show is a downer. Like, mm. this is kind of boring. I realized that I think Sally's Comet... Is, Ooh, a better, okay. is a better gateway drug. You get the wistfulness of Arnold and Gerald as kids, mm-hmm. like wanting to make the impossible possible in, you know, insert city name here. You get grandpa and kind of what he can and can't do and what he can promise and not promise and how he enables them and also reins them in. You get the mischief of going to the radio station and tricking this poor guy. Nocturnal <laughs> Ned. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's like, drop my donut. <laughs> yep. Yeah tripping nocturnal net and you get visible you get visual gags there with him being an idiot and then you get the grandpa theme um yeah which <laughs> i think rounds it all out so you get every single good thing about what i believe to be good about hey arnold mm-hmm. in a half of an episode yeah it's, and again it's it's so great that they accomplish all of these things within the span of 10 11 minutes at a time yes like 
Yes. I really respect that. Yeah, Which, Sally's Comet takes the mm-hmm. cake for me from from Snow. Okay, nice. Okay, so I was actually going to go with Heat Snow, <laughs> Heat slash mm. Snow, because, again, I think just the visual, again, the the very distinct visual styles for both, just, again, it, it more just teases this the community and the world. It is, again, this, like, macro view of Hey Arnold and mm. his his circles and everything like that with all of just the extremes of heat and the extremes of the cold. And I think for me, maybe I'm just in that headspace because it's just really cold here right now. And I'm like, I'm not digging it yeah. as much as I <laughs> thought I would for me. It's first, <laughs> first rain of the season. We don't get snow here, but yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> um, what, how, okay. What are some of, uh, I'm, I mean, I've loved talking music with you since we were kids. So mm-hmm. this will probably yeah. always be my favorite thing to get into with you. And I, I look forward to like being more intentional about pointing this stuff out moving forward. Mm. Um, what are some of Jim Lang's most genius jams? There you go. That's oh, what we're calling that God. for this season. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to not pick like three or four. No, no, yeah, you can. No, absolutely, just rattle it yeah. off. I put like three. I, I put like three bullet points for me. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, I always forget the title, but mm. uh, Dino Marscapone's. Um, is it da- darling, you, darling, you left my heart yeah. on pieces on the floor. Yeah, that song. Okay, smashed, yeah. smashed. I think it's smashed in the credits. I think that's what it Something said. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a phenomenal piece of work because it also has words to it, and mm-hmm. it feels so appropriate to the period they're trying to appeal to. Like near perfect execution, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect would be if it had the entire performance. Um, the ending theme will always okay. have Stompin that spot sure. in my heart always uh it is the best way to finish the hey arnold episodes and the ones that don't have it sometimes feel a little bit hollow Mm -hmm. what keeps coming back is grandpa's theme okay Um, same you know Mm -hmm. and and a blend of that and like just the the flashback versions of it too Mm -hmm. similarly it strikes the period very well with a little bit of that bugle sound you also hear an up when you think about you know carl Mm -hmm. reminiscing Mm -hmm. on being youthful Mm -hmm. um you have that kind of like whimsical boardwalk kind of cadence and bounce to it as well, which matches just how I see grandpa. And I think what his character is meant to look like and how he kind of meanders around, like there's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of comedy in it, right? He's, he's a little bit of a jester character, but it's also just a really heartwarming melody that it follows. You can't listen to it and not feel like you're reminiscing with him Mm -hmm. and thinking about the good old days and, music that can make you instantly feel what the characters are feeling without the context of watching the character is uh, a work of art. Like it, it, it truly is a work of art. Grandpa's theme is the best one in my opinion. Yeah. Right on. I love that. I love that take. I couldn't say it any better myself. That was definitely listed for me. Like that's, I mean, that's what all, all the best character light motifs. That's what it does. Mm. It makes you feel that way. Like, Superman's mm-hmm. theme makes you feel like you're fucking flying and shit. Like, you yeah. know, like, and <clears throat> so on that note, I definitely will. I mean, it's, it's an obvious choice, but it's still iconic to me. So I definitely go with groove remote, particularly from the mm-hmm. lockjaw episode. Cause that's Arnold's version of that where yeah. you hear that and you can't not picture yourself sitting on the couch or sitting on the bed, look, trying to figure things out. And you're not really quite sure if you're going to be able to pull yeah. it off, but you know, you're just taking the time to sit with your feelings and, you know, just be in that headspace. 
Yeah. Yeah, Groovy yeah, Mode really does it for pick. me. And then also, <clears throat> I think spe- especially too, Helga, you know, Helga, the, the cheese fair closing, that mm-hmm. has really stayed with me. Yeah. Because it's, it's almost haunting in a sense, but more just, more so it's more kind of just like, it's almost kind of tragically painting Helga in this musical light of she went through all this trouble and she's even more alone than she was at the beginning of the episode. Cause again, like mm-hmm. Phoebe goes off and you know, she gets, she goes off with Gerald and there's that yeah. arpeggio on the keyboard, like, and, but then to follow it mm-hmm. up with whatever, whatever instrument Kenny G plays, I forget <laughs> if it's a saxophone yeah. or clarinet, but that, like, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, and, combined with the visuals of like the camera panning out and she's standing there all alone with like as they're closing down all the floodlights on the cheese fair like i'm getting chills just like thinking about it right now and yeah good god i'm getting like emotional just like yeah just thinking about all this music and definitely the closer of a mickey k-line you know that whole Mm -hmm. and just the mickey k-line motif as well it's yeah it's this kind of heroic almost like kind of reminds me of the like kind of reminds me of the hercules soundtrack just a little bit but yeah it is that like oh yeah meeting your heroes or whatever but then it's like He's kind of on the downswing. He's not. He's not. He's not at his peak. But you still love him regardless, because you just like ride or die for that. And like I have, pe- I have people like that in my own. To me, in my own life, that I've like, I will follow them in their careers till the to the ends of the earth, just because of like what they have meant to me over the years. So like that's, there's definitely people that come to mind for myself whenever I hear that hear that music. So yeah, of yeah. course, there's that added bonus of yeah, taking this music and applying it to your own to your own life and you're projecting your own feelings onto it. And that's, you know, that's, that's what the best music does. So. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's truly a testament to soundtrack uh, in particular when you can imagine you going through these things Mm -hmm. and like it being a soundtrack to moments in your life that punctuate the emotions you're feeling. Right. It's, it's incredible what Jim Lang was able to do. Truly. So I still want one of those vinyls. (sighs) I need a. You won't buy it right now. I need a record player first, man. Jeez. You won't buy it right now. <laughs> I probably won't because the pressing is not uh, currently existing. They're like really limited drops. But <laughs> what was uh? Who was your MVP? Like just character overall, just like most impactful, most surprising kind of thing. I know it's a little more broad, but you know, just more like who really made a splash for you this season? Yeah. So this was a this was a particularly hard one to answer because. If we're talking about uh, not throughout the entire season, but like who made arguably the biggest splash with the time that they had, I think Arnold's Christmas gave the strongest case for Mr. Wynn okay. to be that character for me because everything we talked about in that episode is something that I can like semi relate to. Yeah. And more so that like my grandparents would be able to relate to. You know, comparing those stories that they say to what you see on the screen, that's translated into a cartoon in a way that honestly doesn't really pull any punches from it which is impressive to see mm-hmm. mr win exemplifies what i feel like my grandparents or parts of my parents um are and and felt like they have to be mm-hmm. and uh that's a really impressive thing to translate to again a 30 minute cartoon that's 22 on, you even know, yeah afternoon like- Without, 22 yeah. minute cartoons that show after school, you know, or, or mm-hmm. Saturday mornings if it's in the, if it's in the, if it's in a block. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, that's the first name that I put down. But if I'm thinking about the entire season, it has to go right back to Helga for me. Okay. Um, okay. I think for the same reason that she's my favorite character from like 
the youth representation in the show. She almost operates simultaneously as the main character and the foil in nice. every episode that she nice. shows up in. Mm-hmm. Um, she brings out the best in characters. She brings out the worst in characters and others bring out the best and worst in herself. And I don't think any other character operates the same way or to the same degree that Helga does consistently. She shows up. Mm-hmm. She shows up is what she does. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's the two H's there. Eventually, H is taken. Nice. Okay. Right on. I think eventually Arnold starts to evolve more into that as well. I mean, obviously, like oh, he won't they are, suck anymore. I mean, I don't know about that. That's debatable. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Let's look. We're open. We're open Sorry. to see what happens in the next couple yeah. seasons. But <clears throat> yeah, in terms of just being that that catalyst character that you know who is like slotted into this situation and like mm-hmm. things happen around him, things happen to him, things happen because of him or whatever. Um, yeah, that's that. I think we're gonna see that a bit more. So, and his name also starts with an H. But for me, it was I think similar to the sentiments you shared about Grandpa being your favorite adult. I also just had to definitely put put Grandma on a pedestal as well. Mm. I think maybe because we just really see her first in terms of in 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 the Lockjaw episode, Lockjaw episode, like she's more willing to roll her sleeves up and get get her hands dirty for for Arnold's sake. Like I, she. Even if she does so through her, through her bits or her personas, I really appreciate how she is ex- very just direct and intentional in terms of supporting Arnold and co- really yeah. comes through and just helps to give him a hard reset when he needs it. And that'll yes. that'll I have more to say coming up in probably a couple minutes to that. But you know that's that's why she was my pick for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, sir. Um, so we're gonna. Turn some attention to our gag runner, which has been a fun way to keep ourselves organized throughout the season uh, mm-hmm. to just put a couple highlights from there. What was uh, on the grandma train? What was your favorite Pookie Sona of the season or favorites? If you have more than one, <laughs> I can go first if you need a second to reassess. You you take it first. OK, <clears throat> so my first was surprisingly like the least ambitious, but. I think uh, Buana was actually my favorite for this season because it's like the least involved. She's just wearing the pith helmet, <laughs> and yeah. and it's like does she only do this when she is trying to catch flies? I think it's it's very like contextual, <laughs> which I like. And yeah, yeah. Just the yeah, I don't know. Just hearing "Come on in, Kimba," like <laughs> it's just <laughs> I don't know. Like our elders always have like nicknames for us and stuff, anyway. So I think it's. It's always funny how she has that for him. She calls him like Colonel Binghamton or or yeah, yeah. Colonel Binghamton. Forget, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so there's that and of and sled dog grandma because you know he's got it. She's got to rescue the missionaries as well. Yeah, sled dog grandma's yeah. up there. Okay, so those are my two. Feel free yeah. to refer. I think grandma in the subway is really funny. Yes. Whether you want to call it like you know die hard Bruce Willis grandma or, like or Rambo <laughs> who knows Rambo yeah. grandma. I think it's more Rambo esque I guess yeah yeah um predator almost that's you yeah. in the camo and everything Dutch, yeah. yeah yeah no she's um she's pretty badass in that for a number of reasons and doesn't am I am I having a fever dream she use a a rat to chew through the wires 
No, the rat or chewed no, through the, the wires. The rat is already chewing through yeah, the wires. Yeah, but no, she like hisses. There's that like where she hisses at the rat <laughs> and her face gets bigger in the frame. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a very good one. And also baseball grandma is good or umpire grandma, whichever you like. Because yeah. Because she's aggressive sports fan, even if she doesn't really know exactly what's going on. Kill the umpire. I'm, yes, again, I'm pretty umpire. sure I've, I've said that during, I said that in childhood whilst playing oh, kickball absolutely. or whatever. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm very curious to see if we have the same same pick here. What was your favorite Eugene Ouchie? I think it's gotta be him getting launched off the bike <laughs> into the <laughs> into the, the like uh scrapyard the, full of dogs. Oh the the first time with the brake cable? Yeah. Okay, so Eugene's yeah. bike. Okay. Yeah. I'm a bird about to get hit very get hurt very badly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> because there's a ramp conveniently placed right there. Okay, so we had some divergence. That's fine. Um, for me, it's always going to be him throwing out his back, trying to help turn over the, the Jolly Ollie Man's truck. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's a, he doesn't make a big deal of it. It's arguably the most realistic instance of him getting hurt. Yeah, it's just that, just that stock sound of back cracking, <laughs> and it just goes on. I really, really need a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, poor guy. Oh man, mm-hmm. I might just watch Eugene's bike again. That's that's another favorite. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, it's a <sighs> cataclysm. I couldn't come up with best burn just because I feel like Helga. I think Helga calling Harold Pink Boy is always really funny to me because it's just like it doesn't. You know, I don't know. You can't really fight the shade of your skin. So for her to target you as such for that is a. Uh, I think it's just unnecessary, but it's funny because it's unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, mine came fairly late. It's weird-headed geek. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think because we've we've just gotten so used to him being called football. Yeah, man, that it's the laziest someone, version of that. Yeah, yeah, someone not having the title for it and being like, "Oh, his head is weird," and also he's a geek. <laughs> hey, touchdown! Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's really good. Okay, for sure, for sure. All right, and uh, very curious to see how these stats change as we go, uh, but on. The Hey Arnold tally. Any guesses as to how many times Hey Arnold was said this season, unless you already looked at the spreadsheet? <laughs> I have not okay. looked at the spreadsheet. I'm going to say, I wonder if this number is going to be low or high, but I'm going to say 34. That's not a bad guess. You are under the ball. Under? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was actually 45 times this season. 45. We would have wow. thought it would have been one. Again, I didn't count the opening sequence because that's just a given. Um, yeah. But the episode that had it the most was actually very early on. It was Arnold's hat because again, I count I'm, I count the uh, the one if there if ever there's the alarm clock, I count that too because you never know exactly how many times it's going to go off before he unplugs it. Um, exactly. Yes. But then we had all of the other townsfolk or the neighborhood folk being like, "Hey Arnold, like what's wrong with your head? You look terrible." Hey Arnold, anyone ever told you you look like a sun bronze Greek mm-hmm. god these days? Yes. So came in early. We'll see. We'll see how it goes as we wow. go through the rest of as uh, as the future unfolds. Man, I thought I was going to nail it. Yeah. Didn't quite homer it there, but it's all right. It's all right. I did not. Homer <laughs> it there. All right. What was your favorite? Yeah, just like warm fuzzies, cl- hey Arnold feels moments, heartstring tug, whatever. We'll we'll come up for a better name for that. That's more like in branding, but yeah. It's it's Sally's comment when they get Sally's to see comment. the comment. Stand, I think it being the culmination of a true multi generational team effort mm. to experience the same thing with a different impact. Mm-hmm. 
is so good. I didn't realize how good Sally's Comet was until we rewatched it. It is a high point of the season, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, stellar show. And again, again with those that that art style because we we have a few more episodes next season of in yes. that art style. Mm-hmm. I think it somehow maybe just whatever. In terms of production, a bunch of things kind of align. Like those are those tend to be the more character driven ones, necessarily not yeah. as much by mm-hmm. the the situation or the concept at hand. But yeah, I I have always had a real soft spot for that for that episode myself. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Yeah, for me, it was uh, again more wish fulfillment spectrum. So it was actually from the same two episode. Like it was the same episode pairing. So for me, it was. The Connie Maria mm-hmm. redemption, them getting the kisses, and because I oh, think yeah. for them it's like, hey, yeah, we are sorry. Like they both kind of admitted that they both, you know, both parties admit, hey, we both lied. Like we both kind of used each other in a certain sense or whatever. You know, like we uh, we both had yeah. just kind of like ulterior motives to this night. We're both we're all sorry. You guys are all right. You know, stay cool and everything. And they get the kisses and the camera panning from left to right, seeing them both get the kisses. I I really dug that. Mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, just Arnold again. Arnold just playing catch with Mickey K line is just so so just yeah, just so tender. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Curious to see what's what was your I don't know if you could say best or just like the most poignant or the thing that just stuck the most. But yeah, what's what's your top Mr. Simmons moral for for the season? I have a I have I, I have it. Well, I know you don't have to like Let's review all of them for sure, but I, I kind of just skimmed through the episodes and be like, oh yeah, this is what stuck out to me. Yeah, did we did we say don't counterfeit pennies? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, for for we okay because I, I I think that's the funniest one for me. <laughs> Such a stupid idea. <laughs> It'd be stupid enough to counterfeit, yeah, it's pennies. counterfeit pennies. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have a spin on this. Is, this is, I now that I know your true feelings on this episode, I'm like, okay, fine. Um, so mine, I think, actually is derived from the list, because um, well, Grandma saves it with the song in terms of like full ass songs we get this season. That's probably right up there with Dino Spumoni. Um, but you know, I've I I have a tendency to sweat the you know just to. To sweat the small stuff or whatever. Like I, I definitely am prone to like snowballing or spiraling out when things don't go entirely the way that I hope that they do. But a few weeks ago I was actually like in a session with my with my therapist and like, you know, like in looking towards spoiler alert, y'all, I got married and shit. Yeah, whatever. Thank you. Thank you, Sean, for your help with that as well. Um but Yeah, dude. She was like, you know, like whatever happens. It's just, it's all just going to be a story. It's, it'll make for a good story someday or whatever. And I don't know. I, that's, that was my, that's what I derived from the list. I'm like, at least Arnold can move forward and be like, hey, I had this crazy ass day one day, guys. Or as he, you know, he passes. I just realized like the list is like cursed and he, it's like the ring, the end of that episode. The only way yeah. to escape is to pass it on to someone else. It's like, it's like the ring. It's Jumanji. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's this, there was there was a deleted scene where Eugene is walking along the beach and hears tribal drums <laughs> and it's like wait do you hear that? <laughs> okay, and finally, second to last, finally, I should say, uh, let us let us take a look at the worst of hate Arnold. Um, I know yeah. you had a lot of thoughts on about the list, but I'm wondering, yeah, what else really? chapped your ass regarding Arnold's antics 
Yeah, my ass was the most chapped about Arnold and mugged. Oh, okay. I think, okay. I think that was the most repulsive I've seen Arnold because I understand him being upset, but like going on this bender for vengeance <laughs> and a vendor also a vengeance bender. Yeah, a vendor. <laughs> Sorry. And just taking it out on literally everybody, like, <laughs> I know. An asshole that he is. Like, I don't know. For me, and this is to all the to all the listeners, I'm thinking too hard about this, so don't be like me. For all the things we celebrate Arnold for and like who he is and how he interacts with people, to just shelve that aside to be a dick. Like a fucking dick to everybody. And not really even feel bad about it because he still goes through with trying to beat the shit out of this bully. He doesn't deserve to feel smug at the end of the episode for pulling his punches. Um, And I don't think that he would have done it if it wasn't for Grandma doing it anyway Mm -hmm. for him. So he did all this work to have, you know, the ability to fight his own battles. Fights battles against the wrong people. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the episode still has someone fight his battles for him. Oh, damn. Fuck you, Arnold. Jeez. Oh, I love it. Don't pull it back. But yeah, I think it's I think it's it's perfectly fine to take him to task. It's like think looking back, it's like, yeah, I, I was I had a pretty civil, drama free, by and large, let's say just for example, like sophomore year of high school. But there were two or three times where I definitely was in the wrong with people and I fucking hmm. acknowledge and accept that, you know, it's like, like even if the majority of that year was cool, like I still have to like reckon with the, yeah, I, I definitely like dropped the ball or like fucked up at those, like those several instances or whatever. So I think it's, hmm. that's totally fair game for me. It was just the Ruth thing. And I think again, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm reading, I think I'm reading to me. I have a certain amount of skin in that game because I definitely spent time in my past, like, putting way too many eggs in someone's basket and being completely oblivious to like the fact that the bottom of that basket was hollowed out. So the eggs were going to fall out no matter what, when I tried to pick Mm. it up, but I wanted to like, yeah, like wanting to be like, no, 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 it's fine. It's going to turn around. Like I'm totally going to land this plane. And I'm just like, dude, no, you're not. (laughs) Mm. Maybe she's, maybe she, you know, well, maybe she purposely changed her handwriting because she wanted didn't want me to know how what she felt. I'm like the mental gymnastics on this guy. Get him a gold medal. No, <laughs> don't get him a gold medal. You deserve it. No. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so, which was interesting, like, but I don't know if this was your read of it. I kind of feel like the hate Arnold's really didn't start to pile up more consistently until maybe a third of the way into the season. Yeah. Which maybe that's why it felt more jarring. Like it almost felt like <laughs> it felt like a betrayal or something. It's like I was it was like that uh that Tyra Banks rant is like, I trusted you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> that, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. a good I, I agree with that, yes. Mm-hmm. And fine. He's still a dick bag, though. I know, totally, totally. <laughs> okay, and to wrap it up, what are you looking, what are you, like, looking forward to for the next season? Yeah, I mean, I did I did a little bit of homework and just, like, checked into, like, the general titles. I didn't read mm-hmm. too many bios. Yeah. Um, but the little screenshots helped. Um, and, I mean, Steely Phil is one that I remember yeah. standing out. Like, that's a really mm-hmm. good one. I think the love potion is is a good episode too. I mean, the return we of K. Yeah, as we were mentioning it, I was like, oh, I mean, I, I guess I remember that episode. But then I saw the screenshot and I was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I do remember. It's this kind episode. of a visual feast, more so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then is season two when they're running from the sixth graders, or is it just no, mud, I, mud bowl? No, I think it's. I think we get both, honestly. Though, yeah, we get both? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because I I don't know if I'm looking forward to them per se. 
but those are also two episodes that I really, really remember. Mm-hmm. Whatever the like not Torvald character is, I just remember. Uh, I get, get Wolfgang. Yeah, Wolfgang. Yeah. yeah. Who? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm. I think all in all, I'm. Something I really enjoyed about watching this and starting this was like seeing it with a different set of eyes and different set of opinions since now I have a stick up my ass. Um, so seeing season two with a stick up my ass is going to be great. <laughs> we'll see if that stick only gets driven further up or perhaps <laughs> maybe the sphincter of your heart will get loosened up just a little bit. I Sorry, I saw this TikTok this morning. Like if, you, if you're going to the bathroom and you have like a tiny little piece of like poop like still there, the best thing to do is to like squat up and down it's like a yoga move, and it's supposed to like relax your your bunghole. So sorry, guys. I'm not. I'm leaving that in. I'm not editing that out. It's my fucking show. <laughs> sorry. Thanks, Michael. I'm the editor here. I'm the editor. I'm the captain of this ship. Um, yeah. So for me, I think it's getting to. I'm not necessarily like. Well, yes, to see these these episodes because I honestly don't remember the last time. I mean that I saw these episodes like really intentionally yeah. and not just like white noising it to like keep my sister busy when she was like four years old. Um, yeah. So I am lo- more on a more, on a more holistic sense. I'm really looking forward to just getting to know all the kids, all the other kids yeah. a little deeper. Yeah. Um, having them kind of break out of their stock character shells a little bit more seeing just how, you know, cause we're going to get into hate, hate Harold, hate Sid, hate Phoebe. Like, you know, we're going to be able to hold all these other, take all these other fictional fourth grade children to task and pass, <laughs> pass judgment yeah. on them too. Um, and uh, really just hearing the evolution, like the music I think is just, is going to get a lot better in terms of the stuff, the vibes you already like, but also just get more ambitious as well. Yeah. Depending on the episode. Um, and just, yeah, just seeing like the world get fleshed out more. <laughs> I don't know why we always wind up talking about, uh, Westeros up in here, but yeah, it is, it's kind of Game of Thronesy. It's like this whole, this whole community. I don't know. I just, I like, hmm. I find that I really like shows like that, like Simpsons, Parks and Rec, where like the city is just as much of a character, the city and its inhabitants, like the, the community in and of itself is a character, yeah. just as much as sort yeah. of the core people that you're following are. So I'm, I'm really... Yeah. I'm looking forward to just watching that get expanded. Woo! So that is season one. Season one. And I'll get as uh, as the YouTube channel says, as well as Hassan Minaj on Celebrity Jeopardy. I think we're gonna just keep going all gas, no breaks, no hiatuses. Uh, we're just gonna keep on going, and we'll just keep this keep this train a rolling, this haunted haunted train to the zone of darkness, as it were. Special shout out to Haunted Train. That that was that was. I think that's like a dark horse yeah, episode mention. for me. Yeah, for sure. Honorable mention for sure. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um. Wait. Real quick. I should have. I can't believe I didn't. Uh. To run back to the gag runner. Was there a favorite brainy yeah, hit for you? Yeah, I like the one where he gets hit in the face. Okay, me too. I like the one where he gets hit in the face in the Hall of Mirrors because again, the Bruce Lee parallel was very strong. To <laughs> yeah, me. That, that, I think that's the best yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> that is the best one for sure. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Oh my god, my throat's still pretty crappy this morning, so I sound like Brainy right now. Uh, podcasting, I don't know. But Do you want me to punch you in the face? You could. It might loosen up my uh, my mucusy situation or whatever I got going on. Okay, gotcha. you can punch me in the face through the uh, through the interwebs there. All right, guys. So <laughs> please join us as we barrel into season two. Uh, so our next episode, you'll be hearing us. Will be episode one of season two. 
I believe wow. it is Save the Tree and then New Teacher, in which the line that I use to open this podcast will finally make sense <laughs> contextually. <laughs> Have a good rest of whatever your day is when you're listening to this in whatever part of the world and uh, never eat raspberries. Mm-hmm.